Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Green Wisdom Health Show. I'm Janet Lewis. And I'm Dr. Lewis. And we are here to educate you once again about another important topic that all of you have been asking about. The aging effects of stress. So many of us are stressed every day, all day, any day. And uh, can't wait to escape our lives or go to bed at night because we just want to get away from it. But do you realize how much that it is aging you prematurely? And Dr. Lewis is going to tell us how that is possible and how can we stop it and get off the merry-go-round and do something different in our lives to make them stress-free, peaceful, and fun. So, Dr. Lewis, tell us. Well, what if doing this is stressful? I need to go fishing. Okay, never mind. I'll stick with it. You know, stress is a real thing. Uh, Many of us create our own stress. You know, that's the old thing about, you know, people create their own storms and then cry when it rains. Um, And I've mentioned in in several previous podcasts that people should really read a book called Negaholics, and that's how you create your own negativity and, you know, the biofeedback loop. You can uh, learn to have less stress just by the way you think, by the way you react or don't react. Uh, but there there are other things you can do nutritionally, and there's a lot of theories uh, on aging, and one of them is the DNA or the genetics. And many people use that as an excuse to not take responsibility. And yes, your DNA and genetics do play an important role in the expression of your life in many different ways, but there's plenty of research that says you can actually Increase positive genetic expression by 80, 85, 90, 95%, depending on what research you read. And I read a lot of it. And so the main thing there is you cut out toxins as much as you can, but I think it's easier just to increase your nutrition so your body can uh, increase its different detoxification pathways. So DNA and genetics. Then there's... um, Another possibility is the neuroendocrine theory, and that has to do with, you know, all the different hormones. And y'all know if you've uh, listened to us that Jan and I definitely deal with trying to uh, put different nutrients into the body so your body can balance that. And it even goes up to the pituitary and hypothalamus in the brain, but it can certainly be influenced, good or bad, by the thyroid, the adrenals, you know, the thymus etc etc and that doesn't even get into the sex hormone part of it so there's many many things that can be done about that to let your body take uh, charge again the other theory that you know we probably should talk about is free radicals or oxidation those of you that have gone over my consultation with the lab work will talk about you know i've talked about oxidation with many of you and that can be too much stored iron ferritin your co2 is too low too high you know all that's on the lab work and that's why janet always talks about how we do very inexpensive lab work and i don't deal with diseases or diagnoses what we're looking for is uh, optimal ranges to put the nutrients in so that your body can function in an optimal range if it's not uh, the other thing, cross-linking theory, and that has to do with glucose or fructose and all the different uh, reactive compounds, so to speak. Uh, glyc- 
glycation, basically, and there's some really, really good research on that. So that goes into don't go into metabolic syndrome because you're eating out of the same trough as people that uh, are not healthy. So, and that's when the proteins, you know, they'll cross-link or react to each other and form all kinds of bad things. Then there's the immune system. Well, I see more and more people with immune system issues, and I think it's mostly because we're full of genetically modified foods, and that has plenty of glyphosate and many, many, many other bad things in it. It's not just Roundup and glyphosate. They're taking a big beating in court as well. I think they should, but there's many other chemicals that should uh, be eliminated you know, from our crop. It's just crazy what they're putting on there. They're not really increasing the amount of yield per acre because of these chemicals. I really don't know why they're doing it, and it's adversely affecting us. There's so many different people that talk to me every day, whether it's on the phone or through emails or through shooting straight with Dr. Lewis, please join that. It's a closed Facebook group. They talk to me about their kids having immune system issues. You know, I, it it's crazy. And, you know, Janet and I are always studying, always going to the best uh, different supplements. You know, we're going through a lot of changes now. We're going through some uh, possibilities in different, better lab work, even less expensive but more exclusive. We're always searching, and that immune system needs to be supported. And one of the things you need to do is always probiotics. And there's a whole lot of lies and half lies and distortions and deletions told about those. So, you know, that will, if your immune system is good, it will certainly slow your aging process. Uh, telomeres, uh, not many people have heard much about telomeres, but you know, they just break off a little bit at a time and as soon as it gets too short, then you die. Well, one of the things you can do is take enough supplements so that it slows the breaking of the telomeres itself. So that it's, it's the end of the chromosome is what that is. Um... You're hearing more and more about stem cells. I think the medical profession has done a really good job with that. And I've seen some really good work. So, you know, all I'm saying here is there's so many different possibilities. Uh, you got the cell metabolic thing going on. And I mentioned metabolic syndrome. That's generally because you eat incorrectly and or your body can't handle the food that you're eating even if you don't have the food allergies to that, which I'll get into in a little bit. So there's just massive amount of things that you can take. You cannot get it all out of your food uh, because our soils are really deficient in the minerals, which are the basics uh, for all of this, but they don't have many vitamins. And even if they did, by the time you haul it from California California oranges to Florida, or Florida oranges to California, or Texas oranges to Michigan, most of the nutrients are gone anyway. They've degraded. So let me back up, try to simplify that. 
There's four things that you always need to do. Remove toxins and the bad organisms and the harmful foods. That in itself, it can be a pretty daunting task. Then you have to replace digestive enzymes. And I, again, we're always looking for more better, bigger, but I've got one that's become my favorite. And I've experimented with many, many ones. Digestive enzymes actually have an immune boosting effect and that's maximized when your blood becomes alkaline now don't believe the thing about well cancer can't live in an alkaline body because that's very very much oversimplified to alkalize your body you just need to eat the alkaline forming foods and we have a list when somebody does their lab work and you know janet emails you all kinds of things and one of them is a short list of alkaline-forming foods. Uh, you can buy a several thousand-dollar machine that will slightly alkalize your water, or you can just put in you know, some of our good absorbable minerals that makes it very, very alkaline and don't have to spend th- several thousand dollars to do it. So, Minerals really do help with stress, though, right? In a big way, in a big way. Um, Most people don't ever think about minerals. They think about magnesium or calcium, but just straight minerals. Like we sell one called reacted minerals that really seem to just make you feel um, more stable, peaceful, um, not so stressed out, not, not like you're being dried out from the inside somehow. Well, it has a lot to do with making the neurotransmitters, which I call them happy hormones, and that goes from your GI tract up to your brain then if you're low in the b6 it can't really cross the blood-brain barrier either but yes minerals are very very important so you know remove all the harmful stuff replace you know the digestive enzymes then you have to re-inoculate the the good organisms or the probiotics and that's a pretty daunting task in and of itself big john sent me an email today about how to ferment uh, kombucha uh, you know, I think we're going to have to ha- have a hands-on for me to do that because I think I'm overly, I'm worked too hard anyway. But I know you need to brew your own. And Janet and I take gobs and gobs of different probiotics. And Janet's, you know, always, she's experimenting. For, uh, she's found some that really help the ladies out. It's kind of uh, pretty incredible. But it's the lack of probiotics that trigger intestinal inflammation, even the ones that's created by your food that you're somewhat allergic to then after all that you have to repair the gut leakiness now the best thing for that in my opinion is SBI protect now there's other things there's one that's really really uh, well-rounded and I think one of the best things you can do is take something called core support it's a big liver detoxifier and cleanser yeah because a lot of times when you get really tired and feeling like you're aging it's because you're toxic and the core support helps go in there and clean that back up and give you a spark of energy so you can keep going well it's real popular and that's why i mentioned it there's just massive amount of people that take it and get good results from it uh, you know, I mentioned the other day about fish oil, how that decreases uh, gut permeability, helps ulcers, it helps neutralize H. pylori. 
it, it goes on and on and on. Uh, chlorella decreases uh, inflammation in the gut. Uh, glutamine, which is probably the most important amino acid to help heal the lining of the gut, help it uh, rebuild and repair itself. Uh, although arginine is also another good one, too. Uh, the fiber feeds probiotics, and that's very, very important. So don't get, you know, there, there's a lot of buzzwords out there. People say, well, what about this and what about this? I say, well, if you're eating fiber, you've got plenty of probiotics uh, because you've given them a place to live. You give them a place to live, and then all of a sudden, huh, they begin to grow. So there's some, you know, I talked about getting rid of the offending foods, we deal with a lot of people that have colon problems because everything's related to gut and inflammation. I want to tell you the major things that we're allergic to that create colitis or IBS. Dairy comes in at number one, and it's yeah. I think if it was raw, it wouldn't be the same issue. Just had a lady says, "Well, I get mine from um, a dairy, and it's raw, and it's you got the cream floating on top." I said, "Well, that's probably good stuff. I was raised on milk from a Jersey cow. Anybody knows about that? It's got a." Very high fat content compared to other dairy cows. But dairy, because it's uh, pasteurized and homogenized, is probably the number one problem with colitis or IBS. Wheat comes in at number two. And actually, I had trouble believing that. I thought wheat slash gluten-containing grains slash glyphosate roundup-containing grains would be number one. But this particular research article says it's this way, and as much as I disagree with it, I'm going to give them credit anyway. I'm going to get really personal here. For colitis and IBS, chocolate comes in at number three. Oh, really? That's amazing. Chocolate interferes with IBS? Mm. I hate that. <laughs> I wonder, why would that be? I, why, why? The caffeine in the chocolate maybe making making it irritated. That's interesting. You know, sometimes Janet goes from preaching to getting personal because number four is coffee. And I hate that. I drink coffee for Janet's uh, protection. Mm, then things agitated. Yeah, and then nuts come in. And, and nuts are very good for us because the anti-inflammatory omegas. So... Yeah, I don't know, but it, for a lot of people, it really does uh, adversely affect their colon. Well, what are they supposed to do for stress if they can't eat chocolate? <laughs> I oh, I know the answer to that. Never mind. No, <laughs> no chocolate. Okay. Move. I was going to say I don't know, yeah. but now that you say that, something else comes to mind Move about forward. stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, you're the one that mired me in the quicksand. So, <laughs> um, and, and and then there, you know, I mentioned the other grains barley and oats uh, also come in there and people say but i like my oatmeal it's full of glyphosate quit it i eat oatmeal two or three times a year that's about how much uh, i do corn is a big one and i don't know if it's just because it's corn or whether it's gmo or whether it's the glyphosate on i don't know but you know we're here in east texas heavy hispanic uh, influence and i love tortilla chips that's you know what we do here but it adversely affects, you know, the way I feel if we don't take the things that will offset that. And we do have supplements that will do that. And sometimes it's things as simple as bacon, eggs, and different meats. Usually it's the the uh, meats that have the nitrates in it, you know, the pepperoni, bologna, that kind of stuff. 
So, you know, think about that. It, it's something that, uh, I don't know, it's hard to eliminate all that. But, you know, let's get into maybe a different little area of aging. Well, and stress, you know, it messes with your brain. Did you realize that? That it makes you foggy thinking and it makes you... Um, it just makes you not able to be able to put your sentences together. <laughs> yeah, that, which, maybe that's why I'm a little slow today. Yeah, I, it's we're, interesting. We're going through a lot of changes, which y'all are going to benefit from, but it's going to take another month or two. It's definitely a good thing. And it, it, I think it's funny that Janet mentions that because, you know, we don't have the same set of notes here. There is a brain-skin connection that uh, kind of is an underlying inflammatory skin diseases are aggravated by stress. And I had an email yesterday about, well, my 14-year-old child has uh, occasional bouts of eczema. And, you know, you can put, you know, we sent some stuff today. Um, it's interesting you say that about skin. You know, women are all about skin and anti-aging. And stress affects that. Is there something that they could take that would keep them from, you know, to keep their skin looking good because you know nobody cares about the inside as much as they do the outside got to keep your hair got to keep the color it's sad but true um, got to keep the skin we, we sell uh, a great amount of something called cosmetics you know it has the vitamin a you know that's immune system and you know vitamin a supports lungs and skin and immune system a little bit of vitamin d folate uh, b12 biotin you know well know about biotin but then it has things in it like msm horsetail Horsetail rush is really good. Uh, a little bit of salt palmetto, believe it or not. And and that's good for the skin, although most people only know that's good for your prostate. Uh, sting nettle and paraminobutyric acid. So, yeah, the cosmetics works real well. It, it's super-duper popular. Um, yeah, what you can do, you need to learn to laugh. You need to meditate. You need to sit by the creek or do something that is pleasurable where you get quiet and quiet your mind. Get back to nature. I remember years ago when getting on the Internet was an escape from reality. And now we're going back to nature to escape from the Internet. And and that's probably a really good thing to do. But I, I think laugh and meditate is one of the best things you can do. Uh, because if you stay um, stressed, you know, if it's a chronic thing, it adversely affects your cortisol levels. They'll go way up. And then if you keep that up and don't do anything about the long-term stress, it lowers your immune system. Then your DHEA begins to get lowered, and that's responsible for at least 150 different uh, repair mechanisms, including the brain and the body in itself. Higher levels or uh, higher levels of cortisol that drops the DHEA gives you a, a low DHEA will give you a higher chance of your immune system not be able to take care of yeast, fungus, viruses food allergies, environmental toxins, and cancer. So you want higher levels of DHEA. And that is generally an effect of long-term stress connected with cortisol, connected with the brain stuff that I talked about before. So the elevated cortisol, one thing it does, it it has vasoconstriction. That means you you your blood vessels tighten up. So you get less transport through your blood vessels 
of the nutrients into the skin that lowers collagen production. And we do sell a ton of that collagen because that's the really good stuff. But that's a cortisol thing. And you don't know what your cortisol levels are, which is adrenal function, unless you do lab, correct? Yep. And, you know, uh, those of you that listen to me, thank you for your compliments. It really does encourage me to keep doing this. Uh, I'm a little bit of a smart aleck, and I'm not going to change. You know, most people live on smoke and mirrors, and they have no reserve for their body to keep going. And if you let your cortisol stay high, then eventually your adrenal glands will go into adrenal exhaustion and it goes low. And I've, I've been guilty of that. But it's hard to keep your body going. So quit living like your check engine light's on. But you say, no, hold my beer, I'll be fine. Yeah, and we're, you know, you're in the summertime now. It might be a good time to get your lab checked. If you're new to this and have never had that checked, um, we do it very inexpensively, and we always include cortisol because it is very important for adrenal function. And um, it's called the Comprehensive Panel. Um, it's GWH3. It's one of our featured panels on our website at greenwisdomhealth.com. But it will tell you things about your stress. Another one that's got to do with stress is vitamin D. Your vitamin D needs to be at higher levels also because um, that will make you more stressed without it. Um, it also contributes to weight gain and digestive disorders if you are stressed. So um, ladies, mostly, that care about that, if you're overweight, it could be because you're stressed and you need help coping with cortisol. So, um, you know, one of the first things it does for many people when somebody gets stressed is they quit going to the bathroom, which means their trains quit coming through the tunnel like they're supposed to. Yeah, they're puckered up, not just mentally. Right. You know, if you're eating three meals a day, there should be three bowel movements per day because that's the way you're healthy so if you're not doing that and you're all tied up in knots not going to the bathroom there are things you can help to work through stress Uh, you may still experience it but at least you can function during it you can react differently to it or choose not to react at all and one of the things i tell a lot of the patients is you can choose peace instead of this yeah and stress actually increases pain did you know that Makes you hurt worse, so joint pain. Yeah, I'm. A, you know, I have a smart aleck answer for that one, but yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, the collagen uh, breakdown is can be up to ten times greater uh, from stress itself if your cortisol's not right. So collagen, think, you know, wrinkles, but it's more important than that. Uh, there's plenty of medical research says cholesterol's not the issue, but the LDL's the problem. You have to test the adrenals, and that's, you know, I tell people, yeah, get to comprehensive, but add the hormones, because then you're going to get the DHEA, and we're going to know a lot more about you. That's very, very, very important. DHEA can be found in the skin, but if it goes low, like under chronic stress, it's found in the skin, so it breaks down, but it's converted to estrogen and then downstream to testosterone in a woman. Uh, Men, we need all that we can do. Uh, well, it's very interesting that people that um, are aging that they found in this study with people that had Alzheimer's disease, which is, you know, the degenerative cascade is accelerated in the aging brain. 
and they studied these elderly people found that the hippocampus size was reduced by 14% in those with high cortisol levels. Hippocampus is where hippos go to college. Okay. And that these participants showed much less ability to create new memories for new learning. And then another study found that the hippocampus size was linked to the rate of progression in Alzheimer's disease. So, see, these things start way before you get diagnosed with, oh, my goodness, all of a sudden this Alzheimer's has just creeped up on somebody and it's taken them over. Then You're if, getting warning signals all along. Yeah, and then if you have a short-term memory loss, we do have a supplement that has folinic acid. Yeah, mm. and it feeds the hippocampus. And when I started taking that, oh, my God, I could remember all kinds of things. So, you know, there's, there's, you know, you can call us and talk to us. But the other thing is, you know, we tell you to eat clean um, meat, eggs, and milk. If they're from stressed animals, that also transfers to us. If a mother's stressed, that is pre-programming your baby. So there's more and more good reasons to be happy, to be healthy. And there, there's a lot of different uh, approaches to that. M- mild exercise increases uh, stress response. When you're talking about eating correctly, we did have a question from Donald that, uh, you know, he was talking about sugar being poison and, and honey is sugar. You know, honey's supposed to be good for you. So he's asking, is that a good food or is that poison? Well, if you, you know, and I, I, I love talking to Donald. He's a, he's an airline pilot, and he's actually moving from, I think, Iowa down here to Bloomberg, Texas, which is really not far from here. Got a dog from Bloomberg once. I think honey's good, but if you have uh, blood sugar issues, I think it needs to be used very, very sparingly. And, you know, I used to be a beekeeper. I think I've given all my bees to my brother. And that's another reason we need to quit using all these stupid chemicals because it's hard for these things to to live, the bees. And that's going to be very important. I had eight hives going into the winter, and I don't know, I may have three or four that's still alive. We're weakening our bees with the chemicals. They're making it more uh, susceptible to the mites. So... We need to protect them because I love the honey. I don't use a lot of it because I have a tendency toward blood sugar issues. But use it sparingly, Donald. Very good. And then we also had Penny that wanted to make sure that we addressed how important it is to take care of your dental health. Um, because that's, you know, your mouth is one of your first indicators as far as um, the physical body. So you want to address that a little bit about teeth which we kind of did with stress but yeah and, and i appreciate penny putting that down there because it's it's very important actually there's plenty of research that talks about how your dental health relates to your heart health and it's very important that you take care of these things don't let it go don't let your teeth get abscessed we have plenty of really good dentists out there and i i think it's incredibly important of course we start we swallow a lot of capsules with probiotics, but there are some loose probiotics that we actually just throw in our mouth, swish it around, so you have the good bacteria in your mouth itself. And the dentist says Janet's mouth and mine are getting healthier and healthier because of the way we do that. Yeah, periodontal disease, red swollen bleeding gums, uh, red tongues. It's all a sign of inflammation going on inside of the gut, believe it or not. Yeah. When it's fiery red, that means your 
it's a reflection of your GI tract. Inflamed, yeah, inflammation. Um, so when you start calming all that down and getting your teeth well, that's a good indicator in your gums that that's uh, that you're also healing your digestive tract, which most people don't even realize that. Every tooth goes to some organ in the body. It has reflexes to it. Yeah, so if you're losing, if you've lost a tooth or got a bad tooth, it generally will correlate to a problem that you've got physically in the body, which is kind of interesting. So, and here's kind of, you know, down another rabbit trail. But mental stress, excuse me, mental stress actually causes a drop in blood sugar. And if it goes too low, then you wake up in the middle of the night. I know I have plenty of people say, but Doc, I don't sleep good. And folks, it's not an easy thing. It's not necessarily a quick thing. We have plenty of supplements that will help your body. But you have to keep trying it for a little while until you we find the particular thing that you need. Because when a blood sugar goes below a 70, the adren- the adrenals are the ones that wake up, try to save you. That goes back to the cortisol, high or low. That goes back to the DHEA. So the mental stress, you know, we just have to learn to be happy. We need to quit being triggered by all this stupid stuff that's on the media. And again, I can choose peace instead of this. So you're saying that blood sugar dropping, then the adrenals kick in and and that's what wakes people up in the night sometimes? Uh, yeah. But, that's interesting. You know, then you can go into the liver and the glucagon and glycogen, and, you know, there's all kinds of physiological pathways. But just quit eating high fructose corn syrup. A little bit of honey's good just to support the bees. But uh, And don't go binge on things that are really bad food because you're so stressed out. And, and we have a tendency to do that. And, you know, talking about... Uh, Fructose, excess fructose intake, generally contributes to hypertension or high blood pressure and decreases erectile ability in men. So you you want your Route 44 soft drink, Coke, as we call it here in Texas, you're making you less likely to have erectile function. Interesting. Yeah, I tried to be that nice on that one. So... The lesson we've learned here today is that we all officially need to resign from adulthood. We'll need to make our decisions using the eeny, meeny, miny, mo method. And arguments will be settled from now on by just sticking our tongue out because we're all going to be at recess now enjoying our lives. Amen. I love that. (laughs) We hope you've learned a lot today. If we can help you in any way, please go to our website, greenwisdomhealth.com. Start with the health survey and fill that out. Dr. Lewis generally tries to call everyone so he can talk to you personally and help guide you to have a stress-free life worth living. And we'll be here next week on the Green Wisdom Health Show. Once again, our show has come to an end, but your hope in your health is only beginning. If you or a loved one are in need of a different outcome and are waiting for a brighter future, take the first step and go to our website and fill out the health survey. Please don't keep us a secret. If you know someone that could benefit from this podcast, please share this show with your friends and family. You're only one step away from a life worth living.